Oh yeah, we have Sci-Fi FX Junk with a movie review with Podcast 13 here on March 24th. I tell you what, it is good to still be home for a little while, but it is going to get crazy with the cons here soon. So, let's get on with the movie review. We've gone to movie with the Sci-Fi group here in Cape Canaveral, Florida to see Chappie. Uh, I'm telling you, I didn't have much hope when I went in to see this movie. I was really anticipating a, a um, what do you want to call it, just a flop. I mean, I was expecting a, come on, die down, header music, and everybody can hear me. Um, I was really expecting a... Uh, short circuit knockoff goofball piece of junk and uh, I hate to say it but it it wasn't a great movie but it was by any means not a bad movie um, I'm kind of surprised because I really anticipated this one being a bad movie and you know we had the sci-fi group meeting this, this week and I wanted to go in and see um um, what was it, Mockingjay Part 2 from Hunger Games. I think that was what released this week, wasn't it? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, the Divergent movie. Jeez, what am I thinking, Mockingjay Part 2? Um, the Divergent movie, I wanted to go see the, the third the third one of that, the uh, Insurgent. But um, the sci-fi group itself wanted to go see Chappie because a lot of them hadn't been keeping up with what was going on there at... Um, with Divergent. So, I, I, I gave in pretty easily, because I wanted to see Chappie also, and it was, it's been in a the theater for quite a while, so it probably would have dropped out, which means, you know, I wouldn't have made the effort to see it, I wouldn't have ever bought it, I probably would have eventually caught it on HBO or something like that at one day, um, but I would have never actually just seen it, seen it like this, so I'm glad that I got in and got to see it, because, um, you know, there was a lot of good things in this movie, and there's a lot of reasons to also complain. And so I could see both sides of the, of the story in it. And if you haven't seen it yet, and you're not interested in hearing, um, what do you call them? If you're not interested in hearing spoilers, you're you're listening to the wrong podcast because I'm I'm just gonna tell you about the movie and. Hopefully you've seen it and you can either agree or disagree, or maybe this will make up your mind to see it. If you're looking to go see it and don't want spoilers, here's my point. Um, let's start off with some points in here that are really, really good that we can that I can go through without the spoilers, and I'll warn you before I start with them. Uh, one of probably the best things in this was the casting, and this was just really good. Um, they did a fantastic job. Um, um, the uh, Hugh Jackman playing Vincent, um, yes, and we're talking to Hugh Jackman from Wolverine. Um, he was he was crazy in in a, in a sense that wasn't a Wolverine. He was playing a a a scientist that was in the military that was trying to build a robot to help the police out, and his. Uh, buddy or friend, or I don't know, I don't want to call his buddy or friend, but a 
another person, uh, Dion, that worked at, uh, it was played by Dev Patel, um, he had created a robot that was, you know, very simplistic, very, you know, human-like, and, and, um, and he had really gotten the spotlight, really taken over, whereas, um, Vincent's version of this robot was more of a military, um, shoot-down, you know, planes from the sky, you know, it had the air, air defense, it had ground defense, it had underground defense, I mean, it was just complete, total overkill, uh, for the situation. And so he, you know, became very jealous and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the casting on this was just fantastic because that Wolverine character, that Hugh Jackman with that attitude, uh, you could see in, in Vincent and everything that he did was very realistic. As with De uh, Dev Patel playing uh, Dion, the actual creator of it, he is, you know, kind of a... a got that Indian kind of look, um, I'm not sure of his actual nationality, I think it probably is Indian, but you know, he was up all night with the programming and, you know, give me the Red Bulls, a little bit of a stereotype there, but you know, unfortunately for for us programming geeks, not too far off the mark, um, <clears throat> I'm not sure I totally agree with his drink choices, but uh, um, actually, uh, I might, um, a little bit of all of the above, pretty much for me, so, um, and end up in the same boat, doing exactly the same thing. Sigourney Weaver played, um, the boss lady, I don't think they ever said her name, I, 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 I even looked up credits online trying to figure out who it was, I couldn't figure out what, they never actually said who she was playing, she was just the boss lady that was, you know, of the company that was controlling the robots and giving the contract, getting the contracts and doing the sales for for the police forces and stuff. Um, she obviously was just fantastic. Uh, the gang members that, now without ruining any of the story and before I get into any spoilers, I'll tell you that um, Dev, gets, Dev Patel gets kidnapped by a gang group of members that figure out if they can get the remote control to the robots, they can turn the robots off, they can do this robbery, and they can pay this bad guy back if they owe a bunch of money and get themselves out of trouble. And obviously their life's on the line, so for them it's all worth it. Um, that, needless to say, um, isn't how it totally goes down, but it sure makes for an interesting story. From this point forward, I'm not going to promise no spoilers, so... If you're not ever going to see the movie, then go ahead and keep listening. If you want to see the movie and want to know what happened before you go see it, continue listening. And if you want spoilers, continue listening. If you don't, shut it off now and come back after the um, after you've seen the movie and see if you agree with me. Um, basically, at this point, they kidnap the the bad guys, which I'm, I'm a little puzzled by the. Uh, um, the bad guy was uh, Watkin Torbor Jones, who played Ninja, and his girlfriend, Valandi Visor. And if I'm butchering these names, I'm sorry, guys. But they both played people that they are. He is truly a rapper from South America, and she's from South America and they're playing themselves. 
His name is Ninja, and her name is Valindi. Valinda. Valinda. I. Valindi. Valinda. Valanda. V O L A N D I. I have no idea. You tell me. Um, but they and and one other thug decide that if they can catch uh, Dion, um, they can get him to give him the device. He just so happens to at this time be go off the rocker and has created stayed up all night programming and has created real um, or what he thinks is real intelligence with a computer um, and Sigourney Weaver uh, basically has told him no this is a police force uh, military weapons facility and I don't want a, a robot that can draw pictures do art and give me in their opinion of you know whether they like the movie or not I want somebody that does exactly what they're doing now protects the police force acts in place of you know them so these robots have basically taken over there are 70 or 80 of them in a police force they're out all the time and they're they're made of titanium you know they're taking bullets they're taking hits and blah 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 and Chappie is one of the robots that basically every time he goes out he's the one on the front lines he's always getting wounded um, it starts off with him getting wounded and he comes in and it, we're going to get into some of the bad points here because there's uh, I hate things that don't happen the way they should happen in real life and this is one of them so they're doing an emergency repair to this guy. They bring him in on a truck. They rush him in. I'm not sure exactly what they were rushing around for in the first place. Um, was one of my first puzzling thoughts. Um, other than, you know, the expense of this. And maybe there's a huge expense if he, you know, dies or his battery goes dead. I don't know what the heck that could be. But either way, they rush him in on an ambulance like he's some person and he's wounded. And they go to repair him, and they find out that one of his antennas has gotten broken. So they snap it off, and they snap a new one on, but they snap on a new one that's the wrong damn color. Now, uh, excuse me, but what the hell was this all about? Why was it the wrong color? Um, it's not a big deal, but it's one of those things where you're wondering, you know, if they're bringing in somebody, and they're doing this on a regular basis, why don't they have spare parts that are the right color? Especially if something that's like an ear that he's, you know, they knew was going to get hurt. Um, so, moving on from that, I mean, the really good parts on this is Chappie himself is well done, well thought out. There was a lot of thought put into it. It was obvious that that they were thinking about every part of him and every piece of this so that it didn't just you know turn into some short circuit oh how cute blah 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 crap um, his reactions his learning his this and his that was was very well thought out I that would probably be of all the things in this movie Chappie is the number one good thing of Chappie the movie um, the number two thing is the remaining part of the cast um, it's amazing how how well they were cast. I mean, they everyone in this thing fit their roles right down to you know the guys that are playing Ninja and uh, Valindi, Valinda, Valindo, Valindi. Um, they're just very believable in those parts and um, very good at them. And they didn't say or do things that didn't seem right. Um, the third thing that I liked about this movie is, although I have some stuff to complain about later, 
putting a few of those items aside a bit, there wasn't anything major super male. I'm going to say there isn't anything super major wrong with this, because there was one major item, and we're going to say security, uh, but I'll get into that here in a little bit. But there wasn't anything super major wrong with the movie that made you just go, oh my god, I can't do that, I can't watch it again. I mean, I could watch it again right now, and it would still be a decent movie. So that's usually a pretty good sign. Um, the fourth best thing that I liked about this movie was the ending. The ending where, you know, they... I, I won't spoil the ending even for those of you who, who want to know it at this point. It's just that I'll give you spoilers, but I'm not going to give you that. But the way this one ended, I thought was very um, good compared to the past and the way other end movies ended. And I'm not much for, you know, live happily ever after. But this one, I think, had a really good ending. It was very um, uh, believable. Let's say that. Believable ending. And then, lastly, of the good things about this was the basic story. The basic story behind this was really good. They really did put some think thinking into it. They really did, you know, figure out ways to to uh, make sure that things were believable and understandable. Now, all the good aside, let me go on and talk a little bit about the bad because, you know. Um, that's what I do, is I, I review things and I have to tear them down sometimes. First of all, let, let me ask you a, a couple of key questions. You've got a company who's responsible for an international solution to crime. They're providing units for police enforcement replacements that are saving human lives. And they've got this awesome, wonderful security technique, which is a little, you know, looks like the equivalent of a mouse little thumb drive thing that you stick in, which I'm cool with. Security on it could have been a, you know, a, a 15,000 encryption keyed blah blah blah. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with the technology. Didn't have too much trouble with that. What I do have problems with is that Dion walks in, swipes his badge, hits a button, walks through a gate, opens a shelf, pulls a little key out, puts it in his pocket, loads up half of their inventory of testing pieces and parts and equipment and shit, and turns around and loads it into his van and drives off into the wind, waving at the security guard as he goes out the gate. Now, that was one of those moments where you think, what the hell just happened? Would it have really been that difficult for him to have to pass a uh, retina scan or something? Supposedly the only way, now let me get back into the little security here, because the only way you were supposed to be able to edit the robot's programming was with this key. Without this key, which was the way that they had internationally bragged on the news in a news conference early in the show about you couldn't break into it because you couldn't get their key and blah, 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 blah. Now... When Dion gets kidnapped, it just so happens he's gone off the rocker because Sigourney Weaver has told him that he wasn't going to do it. Um, it also just so happens that Unit 22, which is the one that becomes Chappie, had just walked into a international war and got a RPG in the chest and was being decommissioned. So he was his battery was fused to his um, internals, and so 
they were scrapping them because it was going to cost more to repair it than it was to to just replace the unit and so they were going to take out the big pieces and or the important pieces and put it back in the um, um, give them a new shell and their security is so weak that one guy can decide that he's going to steal the key, steal a whole bunch of pieces, steal enough pieces to build himself a robot and repair the broken one. I uh, stealing the key itself just is in in my mind is just unbelievable. But stealing all the pieces to build a robot, that's just that's uh, I, uh, that that one blew me away. I'm I'm amazed. Security on the on the uh, premises is just the gate I never saw anyone stop at one of the gates. Not ever. Driving in and out, ever. He drove in and out to work, and nobody ever stopped. Come on. You're a military uh, establishment building cops and military weapons and stuff. That was completely baloney crap. Um, also, I have a, a, a real problem with this stupid piece in the movie where security calls Dion after he's been kidnapped after he's activated the uh, um, Chappie and redone the programming and everything. And they call and they say, um, we have noticed that the key was checked out by you um, a couple days ago and you never returned it. And he says, oh yeah, it was a mistake. I uh, took it home by accident. And they're like, well, it has to be back tonight by 6 o'clock or, or we're going to have to call the police. Okay, uh, hello? This is the key that controls every robot in a military force and you let Dion drive off without so much as a gun with it. Uh, hello? What's wrong with this picture? It would have never, ever happened like that. I get irritated when I see things in movies about hackers and, and computer crap that don't make sense. I can't even imagine how a security personnel from a military installation or Lockheed uh, or someplace like that would look at this and just laugh because there was no security. This wasn't any more difficult to steal the key and to steal the robot and to, to get in and out than it would have been to break in and steal a couple of cases of milk from a dairy farm. I mean, it was really that weak. Um, Then the other thing is the other problem that I have, and this one's kind of this one's kind of another baddie. Um, he gets gets Ninja and uh, Valindi come. They take him, they kidnap him, they bring him over. They force Dion to to create Chappie, which of course he's wanting to do it anyway. He's saying, "Look, the unit's broke, and I can I can fix him." But you know, the only problem is is that his his battery is fused to him, and he's only going to live five days. Now, on the surface, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Um, what I have a problem with is there's two things with this statement that I have a big issue with. The first one is is afterwards they let him go back to work and home. Um, these are international thugs that are have their life on the line. They've just stole a military gun and let the guy go who put him together because they were impatient and didn't want to what this is that, that just it was stupid 
they would have never let the guy go back to work. He would have talked to the cops. He would have talked to someone, or at least they would have been paranoid to think so. It was it was just stupid. That piece was dumb. It was idi- idiotic. But there was a second part that even annoyed me even more, and that you can overlook because it happens, it's over, it's done, you move on. But this piece is a little bit more difficult to give up. The battery being fused with the robotics. The robot finds out. Chappie finds out about it. He's all upset. The um, ninja uses it against um, Dion, saying you know, he was gonna, he was going to put you put you in a bad case, and you knew you were going to die, and blah blah blah. And all of his wisdom, all of his ability to learn faster, all of their ability to do this. He's the one who created them. The Chappie's one learning learns faster than anything in the world, and. They can't figure out a way to plug in a backup power supply? They can't uh, do anything? I just thought that was the stupidest. I kept expecting, you know, Chappie to go, Oh, well, I figured out a way to transfer and tell it your, your, your conscience and your human, you know, conscious into another body. I can figure out how to get a new battery charge, you know, plug my finger into an outlet or something. But nope, never happened never ever happened throughout the whole thing and it was just that was a little annoying um one more thing before i go though and that's going to be a little bit of a rant here on why is there always and i'm talking to you uh um uh, vincent uh hugh jackman why is there always one jackass at every company who causes the problem and it happened again in this movie. You can't just have the technology backfire or something go wrong. There's always got to be one jackass that does something totally stupid, that doesn't make a damn bit of sense, and turns it into a a idiotic reason for it to happen. And it happened again this time. And Vincent, you're the one to blame. You go crazy. You try to steal the key. You end up you know, uh, shutting down all the robots and leaving only the bag, only Chappie, and blah, 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 blah. Had you just left everything alone, and had they just left him have his one robot, everything would have been cool. But no, the one jackass has always got to screw it up. But let's go on and, and finish this up and wrap it up. Again, Chappie, the robot himself, was awesome. The cast was good, if not great, in most cases. Um, there was a few glitches with the plot and leaving some basic things out, like, you know, security and that kind of stuff, but there wasn't anything majorly wrong with the story. The ending was really good. Um, and overall, I would say I give it probably a 7.5 on a scale of 1 to 10. I wouldn't go any higher than 7.5. It wasn't great. There wasn't this, you know, mag- magicness with it, but it was a good movie. It was a decent movie. Decent everything else. And I'm looking forward to coming back later on this week and giving you a review on the new Divergent. Um, I think it's called Insurgent. It's third, it's third book. Um, they've done a good part. Good, good thing with the first two and hopefully the third one will be just as good. So, until then, thanks, thanks for listening. This is Matt with Sci-Fi Junk. Also, broadcast over at sci-fi uh, sci-fi sci-fi and hope to see you then talk to you and have a good one see you again next time